You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 35. So I set this goal to record and publish a podcast episode every day for a year. Now you may have noticed that I missed a couple days and the reason was kind of beyond my control. I was up with a family trip in Northern Idaho, biking the 14 mile long Hiawatha bike trail. Now I've never been to Northern Idaho before. We were actually just outside of a city called Wallace, Idaho, where they filmed a movie called Dante's Peak. I've never seen it, but apparently it was a really big movie in 1996. So that's their little claim to fame. And Wallace, Idaho is still working with 3G internet service and literally no cell phone reception. So it was quite the adventure to say the least. And I'm so glad to be back. I had the opportunity while I was up in Idaho last weekend to ride a 14 mile long bike trail along the Hiawatha Trail. Now it starts in Montana and then it goes through Northern Idaho. So you wind up in Idaho at the end, they bust you back up to the top. And the very first thing that you do on this bike path is you go through this old train tunnel that is two miles long. Now, the whole path is an old train route that they've ripped up all of the the tracks and everything. So it's just, you know, train grade. But this first tunnel was especially challenging because it's kind of like a big C shape. So you enter the tunnel, everybody is required to have headlights as well as helmets. And I had a bike um, light on my handlebars as well. And it was wet. And as soon as you got into this tunnel, it was so dark. You couldn't see anything in front of you. So the light that I had on my bike was shining. It was actually kind of half out of battery and it was a little dim, but I didn't really notice until I got in there. And so as the water was running down this train tunnel, it was cold. It was probably 40 degrees in the tunnel and it was about 80 degrees outside. So it was very cold. And it was me on my bike and I had my son Sterling on the back of my bike in a baby trailer. And we were pedaling along And I was just terrified. I've never felt so alone because I wanted to go slow. People were kind of racing past me and I was white knuckling these handlebars and along the sides of this trail. So the whole path was muddy and it was probably 10 or 12 feet long. It's hard to honestly know because it was dark, but let's say it was about 12 feet long. Um, On either sides, the furthest end There was like a cement ledge and then about a foot gap on either side that were full of water. So if you didn't stay right in the middle, if you got too close to the edge, you could have fallen into the water. And I had no idea how deep this water was. I mean, did it go down one foot? Did it go down two feet, three feet? I had no idea. It wasn't enough that you could, you know, like fall off the edge and really get hurt, but you could fall into it for sure or crash into it and have to, you know, try to lean or get out of there. And so as I was pedaling along, I didn't realize that it was two miles long. I thought it was only about a mile and I wasn't going very fast and I just felt my heart racing and I felt all alone. And I was, I kind of just thought, you know, like how many things in life are like this where you're just going along and people are passing you left and right. And at 
first it was kind of exciting and fun and, and to scream and hear like, hello, 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 you know, this crazy echo. But then as you got in there and you looked in front of you and then you looked behind you and if you didn't have that light, you would literally have no idea which way was up or down or left or right. You just like, it was so disorienting and how, as I was going through this dark phase of like, you know, should I turn back? But knowing that if I turn back, that I can't finish the rest of the trail, like I have to go through this. And I just kind of thought like so many things in life and in business are like that, where you're white knuckling it. And it feels like people are passing you by, just flying right by you. And at the same time, you feel alone and in the dark, like, where am I going? Like, where does this lead? And I just started kind of humming to myself and like thinking happy thoughts and being positive and trying to relax, like relax. Um, if you didn't know this, like I, I cycle a couple times a week over at the cycle bar and it's a bike gym studio, studio gym. I don't know how to explain it. There's tons of stationary bikes and there's an instructor and they lead you into a bike class. And so for 45 minutes, you just pedal and you just get to worry about you know, turning up the tension. And so to have gears and to be pulling a trailer, there's just a lot of other components. And like I said, I was happier to do it by myself without somebody right next to me or right in front of me, just because it was so muddy and it was, um, so tight, so narrow of a space. Um, but as I got to the end of the tunnel and I could see this little tiny light, um, it just, you know, gave me the hope like, okay, there it is. But that little tiny light, I mean, it was miles and miles and miles before I could see it. And I don't know how long it took me to get through that, but it felt like a long time. It felt like it was like 10 or 15 minutes. So as this little light at the end of the tunnel started to grow, I was so relieved. I finally could let my shoulders back and just like relax, you know? And, um, I don't, I just kind of thought about that, you know, like there's so many times where you just inching along, doing the best you can, even if other people are flying by you, even if you know that you're not the fastest, like that's okay. And when I finally got out of the tunnel, I was the last one in my group and everybody had waited from our family. My husband and my daughter, Jade, who was on, it was kind of like a tandem bike attachment for a child that you attached to the back of the bike so she could pedal if she wanted to. Her entire back and ponytail and back of her helmet were covered in mud. They were so muddy. Everybody had mud streaks. It looked like they all had pooped their pants, honestly. Like they all had blowouts kind of because this the back of a tire with no fender, just like the mud spit right up everyone's backsides. It was the most hilarious sight ever. And I was completely clean, like maybe had two drops from the knees and below. And I kind of thought about that like, you know, I didn't race through this thing as fast as I could. And at the same time, like I'm looking at my sweet daughter who's literally covered in mud. Um, and I'm just like, you know what? Sometimes it's not about being the first one or the fastest. It's just getting through it. And however you need to get through it is okay. It's the fact that you're just pushing along and moving forward. And I don't, I don't think I ever stopped in that tunnel. It wouldn't have helped. I'm not the kind of person that's like, I just need to stop. Like it felt more overwhelming to stop. Um, but I know that there are times when you need to stop and that's okay. The main point is like, if you can get through it, you get to enjoy the waterfalls and the beautiful scenery and the mountain range and all of the things that 
come once you get on the other side. And it didn't get super easy after that. There were still other challenges, but it's just funny how sometimes when you're doing something for the first time, there's so much uncertainty and so much doubt, and it really doesn't matter. You going through doing the best you can at your own pace is the way it's supposed to be for you. The interesting thing about this bike ride is we finished the 14 miles, and when you got to the bottom, there was an old school bus that loaded your bikes into the trailer, and then everybody rode the bus back up to the top. And when we got back up to the top, it didn't take you through that two-mile-long tunnel, so you had to go back through that first tunnel again to finish the whole, the whole route. And so I knew before I went in that I was going to play some music, and so I had some ACDC going. And I just put that in my pocket so I could hear some music. And I just remembered, you know, if I pedal really fast and go crazy back through this tunnel, A, I'm going to be muddy. And B, the trailer that I'm pulling is going to be covered in mud. Luckily, it did have um, a plastic cover on the top. But I just took it nice and easy and sang some songs. And all of a sudden, that tunnel was about half the length because I already knew I could do it. And when I popped out on the other side, I just felt like this was such a cool experience. It's not very often that I go on family trips and campouts where we do a lot of physical activity that is kind of all on your own. Like nobody else could do that for you. It's kind of like going on a hike. You're the one that has to take each step. You're the one that has to to summit the mountain to see the beautiful view at the top. And I'm so grateful for such a cool opportunity that I got to share with not only my kids and my husband, but his family, my extended family as well, and really have this fun opportunity in nature to learn some crazy, awesome life lessons. And just another reminder that, again, like progress is progress, no matter how alone or in the dark you feel. And I'm just so incredibly happy to be back. Oh my gosh. Not having internet was insane. Like 3G internet, even though our Airbnb technically had like a Wi-Fi connection. It seemed like only one person at a time could use it. So sharing that between eight adult cell phones, I just totally gave up. Like it's not even worth it. And not just that, like we drove up through Montana and there are so many spotty areas in Montana where there's just no service. So it was a long uh, weekend of lots of thought and thinking and being detached from the internet, being detached from the online world, which is a good thing. It kind of gives me anxiety at the same time because I feel like the connection and the work I'm doing gives me purpose and gives me joy, but another just good opportunity. So all in all, I'm glad to be back. I'm excited to get back on track with these episodes and I'll catch you in the next one.